Welcome to the Agent Leader Podcast. My name is Brent Kelly, your host. Thanks so much for joining me on another episode. Excited to be with you today. And this will be a bit of a special episode, uh, maybe a bonus episode, so to speak, as this week I recorded a live workshop. I uh, had a great uh, turnout here in the month of July. I know it's July is the summer season, vacation month for many people, but we had a great turnout. And I did a workshop entitled How to End the Good Quarter Bad quarter cycle, how to end the good quarter, bad quarter cycle. And of course, it was really all about inconsistency or the lack of consistency for agencies or sales teams or producers. And the fact that so often we see, and that we've seen this time and time again, and all of our work with agencies, and we begin to work with agencies or talk to producers and see where they're at. They go, yeah, we, you know, I tend to have a a good quarter and then a bad quarter and a good quarter and a bad quarter. And you know the frustration behind that is the fact that it's really hard to gain momentum and more important, gain consistency around that momentum. And, and why do so many agencies and sales teams and producers struggle? Well, I talk about three key areas that we see within agencies uh, and certainly with producers in the book of business where this happens time and time again. So again, this will be a special episode where uh, it'll be going to me live. I guess now at this point it's recorded on my workshop that I did this week. And also uh, want to make note that we also introduced um, really an added bonus feature to what we currently have for our all-inclusive model. It's something that we are extremely excited about at the Sitkins Network. We want to continue to enhance and improve our offerings to live out our mission, which is to help agencies sell more, retain more, earn more than they ever thought possible. And this year in 2020, and you've heard me talk about on this podcast before, we introduced the all-inclusive model, which has all of our live training programs that run basically on about quarterly timeframes. And this is our producer sales training, producer fit, which is our most popular program, our account manager program, our sales leadership program, and our agency leadership program. And to give agencies full access, you know, whenever they want, as many people as they want, as often as they want to continue to uh, get this message of success and agency success, be able to share it and have all members of their team understand it to get greater buy-in. And we're going to continue to do that. Uh, the end of this year and moving into 2022, it's it's part of clarity to give agencies clarity on where they are, where they uh, want to go, and these core trainings on how you're going to get there. But what we're adding uh, moving into the end of this year and into 2022, which we are just so excited about and agencies have been asking for it, um, is here's the deal. Why does most training suffer? Why does many trainings fail? Right, and we've tried to do so many things to make sure there's a a process with continued reinforcement, and we do monthly sales meetings and monthly leadership forums to help agencies. But why is it still a struggle? Well, I think a big part of it is complexity, and so what we're going to be doing mo moving forward for all of our Sitkins Network members is provide a deep ninety day dive. So every quarter, if you're part of the Sitkins Network and you've gone through the core training programs, that you can pick a specific area. And we're going to have on-demand learning uh, learning modules uh, that we're going to reinforce. And we're going to have videos and tools and resources. And we're also going to have live masterminds where we're going to have all the agencies that are going through this one specific deep dive talk and share their experiences and what they're learning and what they're struggling with and, and how they're winning. And so just for you to take an area, for example, pipelines. You know, agencies talk about pipelines all the time. But what are they actually doing outside of, yeah, we got we to grow pipelines. And then we get excited about it. And then how are we reinforcing it? And how are we staying deep in a certain area? So we're going to have several different deep dives that are available for agencies, as well as our final phase, which is an ongoing phase 
of networking and mastery. So we're going to have mastery programs and we're going to have ongoing network. Now we've been doing networking virtually in different masterminds for a long period of time, um, but we're going to get back into in-person events. In fact, this fall, September 23rd and 24th, we're going to be hosting again. It's been a while. Uh, the last time we hosted ProfitNet, that was the week that uh, COVID really took shape. Um, and now we're going to be going back and doing a live in-person event again. We cannot wait uh, to get back with our, all of our Sitkins Network members to have a really fun time, great experience in Cape Coral, Florida, uh, to share, to learn, to discuss, to, to break bread together again, right? All these kind of things uh, to be able to help agencies succeed at the highest level possible. And so for our Sitkins Network members, ProfitNet the professional fitness networking is available. Uh, but again, you've got to be a Sitkins Network member to do that. And this is all for one low monthly price. So if you just go to sitkins.com slash aim go, sitkins.com slash A-I-M go, you'll receive a special offer that we uh, gave to our workshop attendees and now you, the podcast listener. So without any further ado, thanks for listening. Enjoy this podcast. If you are struggling with consistency in your agency, consistency with your sales team, consistency in your own personal book of business, you're going to get a great value from this podcast. Thanks for listening. It is an honor and pleasure to have you all on today. I'm excited here in the month of July, middle of summer, uh, to share some insight with you today and some ideas that you can apply in your business. And as you can see, this is the uh, the title of this is how to end the good quarter, bad quarter cycle. And uh, you know, if some of you are already talking about this and the question I'm asking in the chat box, where do you struggle with consistency? But my guess is you're not alone, that, and I'm here too, where we have maybe a good quarter and a bad quarter, good quarter, bad quarter. Could it even be a uh, good six months, bad six months, right? These kind of things, but we're just inconsistent and it's frustrating because we start off on the right path. We're doing some of the right things and then we fall back off and then we've got to restart again and then start over again. And then we get results and then we have the same thing. And so as you guys are typing things in here, it's very interesting. Uh, communication between service and sales focusing on hot prospects and pipeline management falls off. So a lot of good feedback from you all. And that's going to be the focus today is going to be around consistency in your business. Now, we at Sitkins have been doing coaching and consulting for eight, with, with agencies for about 40 years. Uh, so we've been doing this for a long time. Our mission, our passion is to help agencies, to help producers, to help insurance professionals, to help teams sell even more, retain even more, and earn even more than they ever thought possible. That's what we do. That's why we do what we do and why I get up every day. And so that's why hopefully you see my excitement today to have an opportunity to speak with all of you and help you find ways to begin to transform your business, whatever that may be. And again, I know we've got agency leaders I can see. We have sales leaders. We have producers. We have other professionals. But what does transformation look like for you? And by transformation, I'm sure you've heard that phrase before, that word before, transformation. But it's moving from something or somewhere to something or somewhere else, right? Whatever that may be, that I'm actually transforming myself and my business into a better way of doing things. And we're going to talk about key areas today that are going to help you uh, to be more consistent. And so the three things, and by the way, if, uh, if you've got a paper and pen handy, please use it. I'm going to ask you to write some things down. It's a great opportunity for you to take some notes and take some things back to your, your book of business or your agency. But three areas that I'm going to focus on today. Number one, what's the missing link that we see overall or the number one mistake that we see agencies make as far as inconsistency? What happens? And so we'll talk about the dif difference that some of you already wrote in the chat box, the difference between 
activities and results and just a different philosophy and strategy. The second thing I'm going to talk about today is, and this may sound a little strange to some of you, unless you've been through our programs in the past, I'm going to ask you to think and act differently on something. I'm going to tell you to stop renewing accounts. Stop renewing accounts. Some of you are going, okay, what workshop did I show up for here? What do you mean stop renewing accounts? Is this guy crazy? I'll explain what I mean by that and what it means for your agency and consistency as well. And number three is I'm going to talk about the number one trap in agency profitability. Where do agencies fall short in profitability? And again, making them inconsistent. So that's going to be the focus for today. Again, have a pen and paper. Make sure you're ready to type in the chat box. I'm going to continue to ask you questions. I'd love to get feedback. Uh, this is a real live workshop. This isn't me recorded somewhere. So I want to make sure they have a great discussion. And I'll also share with you at the end of this workshop, we have continued to improve our process and experience. I want to give you all an opportunity to continue to work with us at a deeper level. So with that being said, let's get into the stuff uh, of today's workshop. So you see here a missing link. And I talked about what is the number one mistake that agencies typically make overall in consistency or, of course, being inconsistent or a lack of consistency, however you want to define it. What is it? Well, I think it's this. Here could be the first, first note you can write down. Too often agencies think that activity is an accomplishment. In fact, they wear busy. I got a big busy badge, right? Busy as a badge of honor. They make activity an accomplishment. Hey, we're so busy. All this activity going on. But let me ask you a question. This is going to be an obvious question. Do you want results or do you want to be really busy? I think it's pretty obvious, right? You, you don't even have to type that one in the chat box. But do you want to be? Do you want to get results or do you want to get really busy? And here's just an example. Have you ever had a day? I certainly have had this as well. That you're just running a million miles an hour. You're going to phone call, to email, to client appointment, to phone call, to your phone, right? Whatever it is, you're everywhere, and you get home that day. <laughs> and you get home, and and someone says, "How was your day?" You go, oh, so busy, so busy. Hey, what did you accomplish? I have no idea, but man, I was busy, so busy, right? And so this is oftentimes we see in agencies is that we reward busy to some degree. So I wanna share with you two different philosophies and we'll talk about some ways around this that we see between an activity-based agency and a results-based agency. So let's start with activity-based, right? And again, activity is not an accomplishment, but a lot of agencies are activity-based. So what happens? Why does this happen? So you can draw on your worksheet or piece of paper, the horizontal line is time, right? A period of time. And our vertical axis is the results, the results that we get. At the bottom, you're going to see three areas here. These are pretty typical for agencies, right? We've got a prospect. We've got to go make some sales. And we've got servicing stuff we got to do, right? Prospecting, sales, and service. We keep it pretty simple. So what happens in an activity-based agency? Well, the first thing that any agency has to do, whether you're currently doing it or you're starting things up, is we got to go out and prospect, right? we got to build new relationships, networking, phone calls, all these kind of different ways, referrals, whatever. We've got to get prospecting up. We've got to do a better job of, of meeting people, right? Obviously. Well, if we do a decent job of prospecting, what happens next? Well, two things hopefully happen. Number one is we're going to get sales. But even before we get sales, we have some service issues, applications and all the kind of stuff that comes with that. So in an activity-based agency, we start prospecting really, really hard. Okay, we're going to get focused. We're going to grow this business. We're going to prospect. And then we have some service stuff and we start making sales and we go, yay, it worked. The problem is this. The very next thing that happens with activity-based agencies or activity-based producers is they run into the ITB syndrome. 
right? ITB syndrome. Well, what is ITB? Well, there are a number of acronyms that I'm going to share today, but this is the first one, ITB. And you have any idea what it stands for? And some of you I know that have been with us before know, ITB stands for I'm too busy. Oh, I'm just covered up. I'm too busy now. I've got, I've been prospecting. I've got service issues. I'm out making sales. I'm too busy. What do you think is the first thing that happens when an activity-based agency and certainly a producer gets too busy? Yeah, the prospecting stops. I'm too busy to continue to prospect at the same level. So just type in the chat box. Have you either individually or as an agency or as a sales team, have you ever run into this where the producers in particular, the sales team, they're just too busy to get out and say, I'm covered up. I'd like to do more of that, but you don't know what it's like. It's crazy here. Just give me a yes if that's ever happened to you or your agency. Yes, <laughs> never LOL. Yes, yes. I, I'm speaking to the choir, yes. Yeah, we see it all the time, right? It happens all the time that we have this, I'm too busy, I'm too busy. And Again, there could be partial truth and it could be some excuses. Well, what happens after we stop prospecting? Here comes the duh moment, right? Well, of course, Brent, what happens is sales drops off. Well, as you can see here, we can also, we can also uh, trick ourselves, right? Because while our sales are the highest, our prospecting is the lowest. And it, it follows each other like a shadow. But here's the interesting thing that I want to point out and where activity-based based agencies really get in trouble is that whenever they have a level of service, certainly from the sales team, right, in particular, that level of service never changes. They're always doing all the service stuff, right? And there's this inverse relationship between prospect and sales up and down. But the problem is, is that we're always busy because we always have service issues and that never changes. And so that's an activity-based mindset. In fact, here's something that you want to write down. Maybe this is, you've experienced this. Does every year look the same for you or your agency today? Does every year look about the same? If it does, you're probably falling into one of these traps, right, of being an activity-based agency. Well, what's the flip of it? What do we teach at Sitkins? And some of you have heard this. Some of you, this is the first time. But what do we teach? Well, we've got to be results-based focused, right? We've got to be results-based. So same graph, same X and Y, same three areas. But let's look at this different, right? What does this mean philosophically? What does this mean strategically? Well, I did a workshop last month. And if you attended, thank you. Um, we can get it on demand, but I did it on high performance teams, moving from high maintenance teams where there's conflict and we're not on the same page and service is mad at sales and sales is frustrated with service and we have that uh, conflict. But high performance teams, we've got to have our teams aligned in the same goal. Well, what is the goal that sales and service should always have? Well, I think it's pretty simple. It's ROI, retain and obtain ideal clients. Are we retaining? and obtaining our ideal clients? Well, hopefully the answer is yes, but so often they're not. So we've got to be aligned as high-performance teams. And to do that, we have to have an SHO, a service handoff that producers stay focused. They say, you know, I have a, an amazing service team that's here to help my clients. In fact, I call the service handoff a service hand up. It's given our clients even better experience with a qualified service professional. That as producers, we stay out of the way more, more than we should. Or we stay out of the way more than we are right now. Because right now we get in the way, we interrupt our service team, all these kind of things. So there's going to always be a level of service from the sales team, right? But we got to keep it as a moderate or adequate level of service. Well, what does that mean? If I'm a salesperson in particular, a sales organization or a sales team, if I'm going to have a high performance team, working with my team, I'm gonna have a service handoff to educate my team and my clients. We've got an amazing team to help. 
what should I be doing as a sales team or as a sales professional? Well, I should be doing constant prospecting activity all the time. It should be my focus every single day and every single week. Who am I meeting? How am I developing and deepening relationships? And by the way, rope is referral only production explosion. Referral only production explosion. Some of you are going, man, I can't keep up with these acronyms. We have fun with them. But the idea is this, very simple. And my prospecting level as a producer should always be at a very high level. If it's not, we're not a results-based agency. We've got producers. By the way, the definition of a producer is one who produces who aren't doing producer stuff. And we wonder, well, I don't know why we're inconsistent. I don't, know, I don't know why we're not growing. Because here's the result. If we can understand this, there's got to be this relationship, high-performance team, and focused on it as a sales organization. As an agency, as a producer, you can grow at any level you want. There isn't that, well, I'm out of time. I'm out of capacity. We're doing things the right way with the right people at the right time. And that's results-based. One of the best examples I can share with you, a fantastic agency, they're part of our network. They were featured in November of 2020 in Rough Notes magazine. And many of you get Rough Notes. If you don't, you should. Uh, it's a great periodical. It's out there in the insurance industry. But there was an article done on this agency in Missouri, fantastic agency we work with. And here's something I'll tell you about this agency. They made a decision. They made a decision. Now, in fact, they've been open technically for nine years. It's a $7 million revenue agency. But they made a decision and have continued to reaffirm that decision that we are going to be results focused. Our clients are going to get great service, but we are going to be results focused in our sales team. And here's a pretty amazing statistic uh, to share with you. From 2019, this was November of 2019 to November of 2020. By the way, there was something called COVID that might have happened during that time. From that one-year span, they increased their organic growth percentage by 63%. From November to November of 19 to 20, by 63%. Again, this is a $7 million revenue agency. Now, there are a lot of things that they did, but if I had to say, what's one thing that really jumps out? They understand that activity does not equal accomplishment. If we're going to grow, if we're going to get the freedom in our agency, freedom financially, freedom in relationships, freedom to do the things that we really want to do, put people in the right positions, then we've got to be results focused. It's fantastic. And again, go in and read that, uh, read that article in Rough Notes. Great testimony to a great agency. Here's key number two I want to share with you today. And I mentioned this one might be perplexing for some of you. We got to stop renewing accounts. What? Stop renewing accounts, Brent? That's our, that's our life? Well, of course. I don't mean get rid of customers necessarily. I mean, we've got to do things differently. We've got to have a continuation philosophy, a continuation process. Again, this is something that we teach in depth to our Sitkins Network members, that we've got to move from renewals, right? This is a transformation that renewals to true continuation. We've got to move from just the renewal, 30 day, 60 day, 90 day, here's our renewal process, to what does a true continuation process mean and look like? Well, first of all, let me share again why it's so important. Some of this is maybe obvious, but let's face it. The renewal process for most agencies is cluttered and it's frustrating and it makes agencies anxious. It makes sales and service teams frustrated. The client typically doesn't like the, the renewal process because everything is, is all at the end, right? And we have this tension. I hope we keep this account. I hope we get some more credits. I hope we don't have too much competition, right? All these kinds of things that we hope happens. Now, here's the good news. You're still going to renew most of them, but is there a better way than just the renewal process, the renewal strategy? Well, yeah, I think the difference is having a true continuation process where from the moment, whether it's a new client or we're continuing a relationship on day one, 
There are things in place that help us feel calm, confident, and that we know that we are doing the things that are expected to continue that relationship, right? We know that renewal is simply a day on the calendar, whether it's September 1st or November 1st or January 1st or February 15th, that's a date on the calendar. But what are we doing as an agency, as a team with the right clients to make sure that from day one, we are setting those expectations and delivering upon those expectations. And that starts with this. We have to define what it is the client actually wants and expects. So often we see this with agencies, we certainly see the producers, is that they'll say, you know, what really makes us unique is that we meet and we exceed our clients' expectations. I mean, we, we exceed our clients' expectations. And I would ask a producer or an agency in some cases and say, well, what are your clients' expectations? Or tell me your biggest client, what are their specific expectations of your agency? Well, I mean, you know, stuff. We're supposed to do the stuff that we do. And there's no real shared value in that. And so oftentimes there's a disconnect. We hope we're doing the right things, but we don't really know because we haven't defined from the beginning, hey, Mr. Ms. Client, what do you expect from us? What must we do to ensure that we'll continue? Because we are long-term relationship providers. We want to be your long-term risk advisor. What does that look like? What does that mean? Have that conversation and first of all, define it. And my guess is, again, maybe you're different. Let me just ask in the chat box. Take a... Uh, just take a look at your top 10 clients. We'll just keep it pretty simple. Of your top 10 clients, how many right now could you say you specifically have defined what that client expects from you to know that that renewal, that continuation is predictable and guaranteed? Out of 10, we just say, I know specifically the things they want. And maybe some of you are doing a good job, which is great. But type in the chat box, how many out of, just think of your top 10 clients, your 10 best clients. Do you know specifically that you've agreed upon what they want? I'll just be curious to get some feedback. What, what, what number would you guess? If you don't know specifically, what would you say it might be? Out of 10, type in the chat box. Not all at once. <laughs> Here they come. All right, got some good ones. Steve, seven, fantastic. Well, Steve, obviously you've done some stuff. I'd love to hear that. Uh, I saw a three, I saw a four. By the way, don't be embarrassed by this, right? I'm not here to call anybody out. I just want to learn where people are at. Four, four, seven, three, three, four. So, you know, typically two. Um, so the idea is this, that here's the good news. You're likely going to renew that because even if you don't do the stuff exactly what's expected, you still have a good opportunity. This is a great business. Thank you for this business. But what would it look like if you began to take it to the next level and really understood not just what you valued, but what they valued? So step one is defined. Step two is document. We got to put stuff in writing. Believe it or not, if you walked away from a meeting with a client and you thought you had an idea of what it is that they wanted and they, they tell, told you some things, my guess is, believe it or not, they will not remember what they said three months or six months or nine months later. I know you think they just think about your insurance stuff all the time. Well, they don't. They're running the business or their life or whatever the case may be. And so they don't. So next part is to document. When you've talked about and said, what must, what, what does it take? What do you expect? What must we do? We've got to define it then we must document that, put that in writing. As we agreed, here are the three key items, right? For us to maintain and continue a long-term relationship together. Put something in writing. It seems obvious, but most agencies and producers don't do it. And then we wonder why we get so freaked out by the renewal. The last part is we have to deliver on what we said we were gonna do. 
Now, this is where most of us try to deliver, but we deliver on things that we're uncertain of. Uh, this is a sample cover page of a promise report that we have and we give as a tool for our Sitkins Network members. The promise report, maybe you've heard it before as a stewardship report, but a promise report is basically a checkup at some point of, hey, listen, here's what we promised. Here's what we agreed to together. Here's what we did, right? And we can also talk about here's what we're going to do. But think about the difference of defining expectations, putting those in writing, and then coming out with your best clients and saying, here's specifically what we agreed to. And here's specifically what we did and are doing. And here's specifically how we're moving forward. To put your client at ease that, A, you've done what you said you're going to do. And guess what? You've got a plan moving forward. Here's our plan moving forward, right? We, here's what I want you to write down around this. The goal of a great continuation process, and again, we go very deep with our network members in this, but the goal of it, and I want you to think about this, is to make the renewal a non-event. How, how do I make the renewal a non-event? It's always a big deal. We've got to move away from that by having a continuation process. And here's the outcome. Here's the goal. 99% effective retention. Some of you are thinking 99%, Brian. I mean, we do. We have 92% re retention or 93 or 90 or 89 or 94. Those are all great. Again, it's a great business. But we talk at Sitkins with our members about 99% effective retention. Well, what does that mean, right? What does that mean? Well, let's talk about effective retention because that is important. There's a difference between just retention and effective retention. Effective retention are those clients that you want to keep and that you can keep. So two parts. Do you want to keep every client? My guess is you probably have some that are caustic relationships or difficult relationships that you wouldn't mind if you no longer had that relationship. Life's too short. Number two is those clients that you can keep, right? That you can keep. Again, part of it, maybe a business closed down or merged or was acquired. A person moved away or passed away, whatever it is. But after that, those clients you want to keep and can keep that the idea is a 99% effective retention. If you have a continuation process, it's very doable. Uh, another article and cover uh, feature of Rough Notes Magazine, this is Atlas Insurance in Florida, uh, a great team down in Florida, and a lot of good insight in this article. But you know, some people go, well, is a 99% effective retention, is that really doable? Well, I'll tell you, Atlas's retention is 98%. 98%. So let me just ask you, if you were to improve your retention by two points or three points, what would that really mean to your bottom line? What would that really mean to your consistency in your agency? It means a lot. We know it's easier to keep clients, right, than to find new clients. So let's maximize by actually having a continuation. We're continuing relationships, moving away from renewing accounts to continuing relationships. And again, there is proof the agencies that get focused can absolutely do this. All right, let me get to key number three. And this is the trap that most agencies fall into when it comes to profitability. So what's the trap? We kind of get you know, sneak in and go, oh, I think this is going to be great. What's the trap? Well, here, here it is. Key number three is this. We think that every account's a great account. Whether it's a new account we're working on or a current account, every account is the best account. And so that's how we're going to treat it. And we don't understand the difference in philosophy of profitability. Every client that's part of your agency deserves good service, but is there a better, more efficient way to do things to maximize profitability and to build consistency? Well, the answer is a resounding yes. Now, I know for many of you going, oh, I've heard 80-20 before, Brent. I, I know what 80-20 is. I know what you're going to say. Here's the thing about 80-20. The 80-20 rule, and I'll explain it a little more in detail here in a second, but the 80-20 rule is widely known, right? Most people know it. 
It's, it's partially understood, I would say, for the most part when I talk to people, but it's rarely, and I mean rarely executed. I'm always amazed after I talk to agencies about it or ask if they've gone through this. Yeah, I kind of know what it means. And then we actually look at it and they go, wow, what am I doing? What are we doing as an agency? Now, the 80-20 rule comes from Vilfredo Pareto. You might have heard of Pareto's principle, who was an Italian economist back in 1896, discovered or uncovered this. He said, wow, 20% of the population in Italy owns 80% of the land. That's weird. Then he goes to his garden. He goes, wow, 20% of the pea pods in my garden have 80% of the total peas. You may think that's kind of crazy, but there's been a number of studies where we understand this. And this is what I want you to write down. There is a predictable imbalance in the universe. There is a predictable balance in the universe that 20% of the right activities, the right actions, the right area of focus gives us 80% of the result. It's maximizing your efficiency. It's the idea of working smarter, not harder. You all work hard, but if we work smarter, more efficiently, what would that mean for our business? Now, if you're an agency leader, I would guess, or you understand numbers of your agency, my guess is that 20% of your insurance carriers that you partner with give you 80% of your results. I'm sure that is. We see it all the time. My guess is that if you run a sales team, 20% of your producers give you 80% of your results, right? My guess, if you run an agency, 20% of your people cause 80% of the problems. We could go down the line here. And I'll tell you at Sitkins, we have run, this is not something we just made up. We have run thousands, and I mean thousands of these studies. Now, I do want to say this, when you look at 80-20, it's not always exactly, it doesn't have to add to 100. It's not 20% always equals 80. 20% of your clients, this is what I'm going to talk about, 20% of your clients could equal 81% or 83 or 74. If your small commercial personal lines focused or only, 20% might equal 50 or 60% of your revenue. But the bottom line is there's a predictable imbalance. So let me just share just an overview of 80-20 and what it looks like. And we break it down a little bit further. As you can see here, the top clients are the A clients in your agency. You can call them gold or platinum or whatever you call them, but the top 5% of your clients lead to 50% of revenue in your business. 50. You know, we've done thousands of studies. The next 15% give you 30% of your agency's revenue in most of the studies that we see. And of course, you can see here, this is the top 20, which leads to 80% of your revenue. Now, what about clients? Well, the bottom, or the, the bottom, the bottom 80% equals 20%. So our majority of our clients, 80% of them, give us 20% of revenue. Doesn't mean they're bad people or bad businesses, but you just have to understand the math and the priority of some of these things and what it means to your agency. So here's what we see, here's the trap. Here's what happens in 80-20 overall, is there's this thing called TP. And I'm gonna define TP for you, it's another acronym. It's our time, our energy, our problems, our employees, and our expenses. Our time, our energy, our problems, our employees, and our expenses. Now, time is our only diminishing asset, we can't get it back. Our employees, right? Our expenses, our problems, most of those are all down here. That's where our energy and effort goes. And then we go, why can't we get ahead? Why are we doing this? Why are we inconsistent? Because we haven't maximized this idea and this principle. Again, widely known, rarely executed and acted upon. So I want to just ask you, and again, some of you have heard this before. Some of you, maybe it's like, wow, I haven't really thought about that. What problems, when just the, the the chart that I just showed you, and understanding that 20% of your clients give you 80% of your revenue, what problems does this create? 
And I want you just to think about that for a second. What jumps to your mind and type it in the chat box? What problems does this create? Does it cause a problem? Maybe you think it doesn't, but what problems would you see this creating? So think about that and type that in the chat box. What problems of having 20% or having 80% give you 20% of your revenue? What problems does that create? There's gotta be some thoughts here. So type in the chat box. Here they come. They're on time to type in. All right. Overly reliant on individual clients. Uh, we may be spending too much services on the 80%. Yeah, I mean, that's obviously we hear Trisha all the time is the fact of, you know, I would ask people, what if you only had your top 20%? What would you do for them? Oh, we would do this and we would do that. Why don't you? Because I'm spending all my time and energy here, right? Hard to match revenue with our service efforts. Absolutely. Small accounts waste energy and employee resources. It doesn't mean they're bad people. We have to understand where we apply in our resources and effort. Um, taking care of the 80% prevents us from replicating our top 20%. Yeah, absolutely, uh, Mick, as you said that. It's just, again, this idea of we all have to prioritize things. You know, And here's something to think about. You're going to replicate something in your agency. You're going to replicate a way of doing things. Which way do you want to replicate? What clients do you want to replicate? Right. The second part of this is vulnerability and profitability. And some of you already alluded to this. Does this make you vulnerable? I'll just think about this for a second. This isn't to scare you, but it's true. The chart that I showed you, the top 5% leads to 50% of agency revenue or producer revenue. If I could just take that, take half of your top 5%, 2.5%, you have just lost 25% of your revenue. Would you be worried if a, a really sharp agency or producer came to your area and said, I'm going to focus just on his top 5% or her top 5%? Now, here's something to think about. And, and this is definitely worth writing down. Your best client is your best competitor's best prospect. I'll say it again. Your best clients are your best competitor's best prospects. Who are they going to go after? And do you have vulnerability? Are you giving your top 20% enough of your attention? Are you truly being a risk advisor? Are you really deep in the relationships? Or oh, I'd love to, but I can't get to it. Let me give an example of an agency that really got this. Uh, this, was, this was really cool and exciting. You can see here, this is actually the leadership team of this agency. They're in the Mid-South, um, great agency. We had done a number of in-person trainings. We'd also done some virtual trainings with them. And we got to the end of our training. We'd shared a number of philosophies and some strategies to look at. And for, for many of you that have been through our programs before, you've heard this. We asked them the question, what's the one thing? That's most important to you. Where do you really need to focus? A lot of things you could do right now, but what, what's really going to move the ball? Right? What's really going to make a difference in your agency's success? And the agency leader stood up guy right here and said, listen, we're going to do one strategy and we're going to do one strategy really well. We're going we're gonna to do the ultimate marketing strategy. And this is a strategy that we teach. And some of you have heard this before. We teach our Sitkins Network members. We're going to make sure we're highly focused on the top 20% of our clients. And we're going to go see them. We're going to have conversations with them. We're going to add value in different ways. And we're going to earn and we're going to ask for referrals. Because if we've written the top 20%, we can write more of them. But we're just not focused. We're too distracted. We're too inconsistent. And so here's a success story that's pretty cool. This was an agency to get it's a good size agency, um, seven, $8 million revenue agency. And this agency, in nine months, they went from 3% organic growth rate, 3%. They were a little bit below average. They were struggling 
to 9%. They tripled in nine months. Why? Because they actually got focused, right? They simplified. Here's, here's two words I want you to write down and there's questions associated. Are you willing to simplify and where will you focus? Because too often where agencies struggle with, when we work with agencies, it's always interesting. They're like, I don't know, Brent, if we can, if we can do all this stuff, we're not asking you to do a bunch of stuff. We're asking you actually do less stuff, do more of the right stuff. Simplify all this clutter, find a few key areas and focus. And when you do that, magical things begin to happen. You start to lose this up and down inconsistency. But let's face it, the world is distracting. You have a lot of things coming your way, a lot of thoughts in your mind, the phone's dinging, the pinging, ringing, all those kind of things going on. We've got to simplify, reduce the clutter, and focus. So here's my question to all of you, um, and just to kind of see where you're all at as agencies or if you're an individual producer or your sales team. We are in July, as you all know, uh, mid-July, hard to believe, crazy, summer's flying by here, and we're 50% of the way basically through this year. I just want to get feedback from all of you. I know some of you have done this because I know you, um, but how many of you, whether it's your agency, your sales team, or your individual book of business, are 50% or more to your goal in 2021. I'm just curious to kind of get feedback from you. How, how is it coming this year? Where are you at? So Nancy said, we are. Hey, way to go, Nancy. Uh, very good. Dana, we are. I know some of these names too, so that's cool. Congratulations. Way to go. Mark Jackson. Yes. Drew Bridges, 62%. That's very cool, Drew. Way to go. And your entire team, obviously, doing a great job. How, how else? And I, if, I'm guessing some people that aren't there maybe don't want to respond. But are you there? And if not, why not? Right? These are some questions to ask yourself. We typically find that the majority of agencies, I see some of these agencies that are coming up, I've uh, been fortunate to be able to work with and be part of some of our training and networking. Um, but most agencies are like, oh, gosh, it's July and we're at 23%. <laughs> Steve, time to pick up the pace. Right? We're all looking to do that. Right? We're all looking to do that. So what does that mean and look like? And, you know, Brittany, you're on this line. I'm not going to call you out, but I do want to tell your story because um, it's a powerful story. Now, if you don't subscribe, um, please do if you're interested. But I run a podcast that comes out about every single week. Uh, there are a few times we have some gaps, but about every week I, I run a new podcast. I talk to great guests like Brittany. I have conversations with Roger. I share some learnings that we have from agencies we work with. It's the Agent Leader Podcast. No cost to you. Just subscribe and listen as you want. Uh, but the most recent podcast, I had Brittany on. And I want to share Brittany's story because I think uh, it tells a lot. Uh, there's a lot to learn from people's stories. You know, I believe this. Success leaves clues, right? Success leaves clues. We say that all the time. So where do you see clues? Let's follow them. And, and Brittany had a couple of things that she shared on this podcast. And I won't go through the whole thing. But it, it, she talked about owning her success. That I got to be responsible for me. And I got to have accountability. And the cool thing with Brittany is she attended our producer fit training in January, um, ended in about mid-March. And then we had a, uh, we, we had a little contest for all the producers. We had for this event, I think we had a hundred plus producers for the first quarter in January that we started. We had about five or six top winners through a little contest that we had. And I did a private mastermind just for the six winners. And I'm on and we're going through stuff. And I get to Brittany and she's like, well, I, I got to share something that's pretty cool. She goes, we're basically a quarter of the way through this year and I've already hit my annual goal. I was like, what? She goes, I'm a quarter of the way through this year and I hit my annual goal. And, and Brittany was kind enough to be able to, to share kind of some of her numbers just to give some perspective on this. Um, she's been in business for four years, but really only producing for about two or so, 
right? And, and Brittany, I probably didn't get that perfect, but, but a couple of years, you've been really two and a half years really focused on production. And your goal for this year was 75,000 in new business revenue. Nice goal for just a couple of years in the business. And by April, you were at 83,000, right? At 83,000 today, I think is what you told me. And you're on pace to do 150,000. That's a pretty cool success story. And, you know, here's me. Success leaves clues. Tell them how you did it, Brittany. What's been most important to you? Well, a few things jumped out, two things in particular. Number one is this, and this is a tool that we use with our, the people that go through our training, our network members called the Greatness Tracker. And the bottom line, without going through all this stuff, that would be overly complex right now with the time that we have, is to share the meaning and the purpose behind it. Because what happens with many agencies and many producers is that we look at numbers, and by the time we look at numbers, it's already too late. For example, you know, my goal was to be 100,000 in new business revenue. I only got to 80 or 60 or whatever it is. I guess next year, I'll need to sell more. Okay. My retention wasn't as high. I'm at, you know, this percent. I need to be this. I'm going to start doing better next year, next quarter, whatever the case may be. The problem is, is number one, the numbers have already told the story of your activities and behaviors, and there is no real plan of improvement. It's just, I hope I do better. I got to do a little more of this. What Brittany began to really reinforce is something called the greatness tracker, which takes specific areas of behavior, right? Specific areas of behavior. And said, if I can just do these things every week, and track myself. Some weeks will be great. Some weeks may not be. But if I can track myself and have an accountability partner behind me to do this, I know I'll get great results. So Brittany just every week said, what are the key things that I must do to be successful in my business? And did it. And she owned her success. And here's the second part. She surrounded herself with people that would support and encourage her. Now, she's got a great team at her agency. It's a fantastic agency. They're part of our network as well. We're working with their producers, and their sales team and all that. And it's been it's a fabulous experience. But the great thing with Brittany is she has agency support. She has support from coaches. She has support from mentors. And she has support now from peers as we work with agencies from all over. So my question to you is this. Who are you surrounding yourself with? Now, Jim Rohn said this personally. You are the average of the five people you hang around with most. Who are you surrounding yourself with? Are there people that are upping your game? They're encouraging you, but they're challenging you to be better. I see more in you. There's such greatness in you, but you got to pull it out. Because if you surround yourself with those that oh, drag you down, I don't know, things are okay, you're never going to have the level of success that you truly want. You know, the greatest gap in performance is this, the gap between what we know and what we actually do. I mentioned at the beginning of this workshop, it's about transformation, going from here to here in different areas. And a lot of that is what do we actually know, right? What do we know to what we're actually willing, able, and will be consistently going to be doing? And that's the huge area that we want to fill is what's the gap. And by the way, here's gap. Another, here's my final acronyms, I think. Gap, right? What are your goals and plans in the next six months, in the next year, in the next two years? What are your goals and plans for growth and profit? Gap, gap. What are your goals and plans for growth and profit? We see with agency often is they're heading in this direction, doing okay, right? But ultimately they want to get to here. I could see my agency in five years or 10 years being here, but my current direction does not match my ultimate destination. We've got to bridge that gap. And a big part of that is understanding and executing on the right behaviors. Now, at the foundation at Sitkins, everything that we do is around the professional fitness experience. And again, if you've attended our programs before, you've heard this before, but I'm telling you, this is so powerful. It's simple, but it's powerful and it works. 
I had a conversation with my mentor and CEO of Sitkins, Roger Sitkins, about, well, it's been about four years ago now, uh, about right when I started with the company. And, you know, I asked Roger, what are the things that have made agencies and all your experience and all your years in working with agencies? You've worked with hundreds and hundreds of agencies. And we have all these results that we see. What makes it all happen? What ties it together? And he was giving me all these things and I'm taking notes and I'm trying to learn. And then over the past couple of years, I'm working with agencies and just learning what's the difference. It's these three things. This becomes the foundation of everything. Clarity. Where are you today? Where do you want to go? And how are you going to get there? Like actually having a plan. Secondly, is consistency. What are you going to do repeatedly with excellence? Versus I started here and now I'm over here and I'm distracted here. And oh yeah, I should have done that. How do we help agencies be consistent and commitment? What's your commitment to yourself, to your team, to your clients, to your community? That's the profit experience. These three areas. And I'll tell you, the agencies that have success, whether it's higher organic growth rate, higher profitability, more freedom in their agency, better culture, better environment, these three things are always present. Are they perfect? No, but they're always understanding the value of that. So we've created Citizens with our network, and I mentioned our network members many times, a process, a way that agencies can attain all three of these on an ongoing basis. So I want to share with you the profit experience and the process we go through to get agency transformation. And I'll tell you, it's one of the coolest, most exciting things that we've done um, as a team and as, as agents that work with us, the stories that we're hearing and the, the freedom and the excitement that was available it's just, it's just fun to watch. It's really, it's, a, it's an honor to be part of this experience. And the first part I mentioned was clarity. You know, clarity is where are you today? Where do you want to go? Those are the first two questions. We've got a transformational scorecard. This is one of the tools to say, hey, where really are we today? All progress starts by telling the truth. That's okay. To move forward, we have to know where we're at. So the first part is clarity. Let's actually understand where we are and where we actually want to go. What does that look like? What would it mean to me? And the second part of the clarity is just the core trainings. So what we've decided and what we've put together, which is, again, it's been a blast to see and do, is a three-step process for agencies built on clarity, consistency, and commitment. The clarity is this part, understanding where we are, where we're going to go. The other part is the core training. We have four core trainings that go ongoing every quarter, sales training, sales leadership training account manager training, and agency leadership training. And what does this mean? We can do ongoing training for every single member of your entire team. Well, guess what? It gets you focused. It gets you clear as a team. You know, one of the things that I see with agencies, and I'm sure you've experienced this, is that sometimes not everybody's on the same page. Well, I think this, and I think this, and I think this, and I think this, and we should do that. I don't want to do that. One of the things that we've just been so excited is for the first time, your agency's going, our agency is hearing a similar message. Things they fought against are starting to get. They understand what it means for them and the freedom and the, and the results of this agency. So the first phase is, clar is, is clarity and core. And so of our profit experience and part of our Sitkins network, the first 90 days that agencies join our network, they get to experience the transformation scorecard tool and have every single member other agency team that wants to, right? We can't force anybody that wants to, to participate in our programs. And it's been a great experience. The second part is consistency. I've already mentioned this many times about inconsistency versus consistency. We've got to build consistency, right? So phase two, which is the next 90 days and continues in 90 day increments, is you've got to find a key area to go really deep in, to be consistent with. This is a, a 
image that we use all the time at Sitkins. It's the iceberg. 10% above the waterline, 90% below the waterline. Most agencies swim around here. Let's do a little of this. Let's do a little of that. Let's do a little of this. Let's do a little of that. Let's do a little of that. And then they get frustrated. So what we do in the Sitkins Network and the professional fitness experience is we in 90 days, the next phase is we take you deep in one particular area. Simplify, focus. Hey, let's just talk in the next 90 days and you as an agency, let's not get distracted. Let's just focus and give some examples. Let's just focus on building a high performance team to get sales and service to communicate at the highest level, to educate our clients better, to have weekly meetings, whatever it may be. Let's move from high maintenance to high performance, right? What about pipelines? What's this talk for 90 days about what we need to do to build pipelines? We all want bigger pipelines. How do we move from empty or dripping to overflowing with more time and opportunities than you can even handle, or more opportunities than time, excuse me, more opportunities than time than you have? What about a unique selling process or pods, points of differentiation? Let's really understand what makes us unique and to be able to share that to the universe, right, to our marketplace. Maybe it's a continuation process that I talked about. What would happen if we really went deep for 90 days in a continuation process? Well, agencies can do that. We move from renewals to long-term continuations, long-term relationships. And the last one is the ultimate marketing strategy, the ultimate marketing strategy. I mentioned that with the agency that had their hands in the circle to this idea of what if 90 days, we just got really focused on our top 20% of clients and move that needle, right? To round out, to retain, to replicate our best clients. So phase two of the agency, of the professional fitness experience is a deep dive. So we're going to be having, this is going to be coming out uh, to start of, of, of this next year. As we end this year and go to next year, we're going to provide 90-day deep dives. And the last part is this. I mentioned commitment. To make a commitment to be that best version possible with your team. And this includes mastery and this includes networking. So the third phase, and this is an ongoing phase, is mastery level and networking. You know, I believe this. There is a collective genius when you put smart people in a room, both virtually right? Or in person. And we do both, right? We do a lot of virtual masterminds. We put our best agencies, share ideas, mastermind, learn, right? From each other. And then we also have in-person, uh, in-person events, which by the way, we're having our first ProFit networking in a year and a half. We're so excited to be able to get back into this. And you can see a picture here in Cape Coral, Florida, our network members have an opportunity to get together, have a great time, learn, share, right? Hear new ideas, reinforce current ideas that need to be implemented together to unleash that collective genius. And our Sitkins Network members are the only people that are allowed to come to this event. Again, we do virtual masterminds as well. So I just want to introduce, again, some of you I know on here are already members and thank you. We appreciate it. In fact, I want to hear from a couple of you on things that you've experienced in being part of the network and going through this transformational experience, the profit experience. Um, but here, here's the bottom line with this. And I'll, I'll start here. You can see the price there, but just to re reaffirm, access to all training programs for every single person. It's all virtual. It's all live. We do Q&A. Resources are provided for as many times as you want. Monthly forums, one flat monthly uh, payment for anybody, right? That's all we have. There's no gotchas. There's no additional stuff. One flat monthly payment for every single person. We're going to introduce 90-day focused deep dives in one particular area to help you simplify an ongoing networking and mastery. But what does it start at? For your entire agency, $9.97 a month. Now we've got different levels by agency size, and I'll explain that in a minute. But if you're an agency that's $3 million in revenue or less, 
It's $9.97 a month. And Bethany, if you could go ahead and put up, it's on the screen here, but put up the link if you want to learn more about it. And to be part of this, you go to sitkins.com slash aim go. Um, a couple of things I want to share with you. Now I want to bring on, and just so, you know, I love to have uh, Drew Bridges. I know you agreed to share some things and Patrick Scanlon. I'll bring you on just in a minute here, but just so agencies understand our commitment to you, it's a hundred percent guarantee. Um, we've never had a, a member ask for their money back, but if they did, they said, this is not what I expected. We would. It's about return on your investment, obviously. And at any time, if you feel like the program isn't fitting your needs or you need something else, you can leave. We recommend that you give it a shot for at least six months, but it's 100% guaranteed. And by the way, I know we're in July, kind of a dead month in the summer. If you sign up right now, right, in this month of July, there's no payments until August 15th. Well, we're not running any live programs until the beginning of September. I want to make sure that you have time if you're a new member to get acclimated. We're running some other programs in the meantime, but no payments for you until August 15th for new members. Get your team ready, get you situated, ready to go for the start of the, uh, the fall season. So I would like to bring on again, just to kind of hear feedback. We didn't, uh, there was no rehearsal uh, on this at all, but uh, Drew Bridges, obviously your team has, has bought in and been part of this. And just if you could take a minute, maybe share some experience that you've had of being part of the network. Are you there, Drew? Yeah, I'm uh, here. Can everybody hear me? Yes, gotcha. Awesome. Very good. You know, um, first of all, we really launched First Main Street uh, at the end of 2018. We started with about uh, 15, uh, about 5 million and 30 people. We're going to end this year with 24 million and about 140 people. So our challenge was uh, people wanted to do things the way they'd always done it. And they don't know any different. And uh, the other challenge that we faced was how do we communicate when we have that much? We had 23 locations. So how do we communicate? How do we bring clarity so everybody has a common understanding? How do we get commitment and focus? And then how do we make it a way of life? And um, I believe the biggest room in the world is the room for improvement. Ooh. And so when we worked with the Sitkins organization, we really decided we've got to get committed. We've got to find a way that um, we can get everyone engaged at the levels that they need to be. And uh, why recreate the wheel? Uh, buy something that's already proven, buy something that um, has support around it, proven success. And so we really jumped in. Uh, and anywhere from all of our producers, now we're committed that they go through ProFit, our account managers are going through the um, account manager program. The better way, all of our leadership team is going through um, the better way agency. So again, we have consistency, clarity, and we're all saying the same things at the same time and driving consistency. Um, and really, quite honestly, there's value in third-party credibility. I can stand all day and say as a leader, this is the way we want to do it, but third-party credibility is really important. So uh, the other thing, last thing for me is it really allows for accountability. We're giving people a track to run on and it allows us then to um, really drive a culture of success and people can gravitate to that or they don't gravitate to that. And really what it's doing, it's gonna allow us, our gap is in 2025 to be 51 million with 300 employees. 
So we knew we had to have a platform and this is just um, a great success for us. And we're really excited about the energy that it's created within our organization. Well, thank you, Drew. I mean, obviously uh, you guys have big goals and, 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 and living up to that. So I appreciate you, first of all, taking some time to do that. Uh, and just share a little bit about your experience. I just want to make a couple of quick comments because it, it does reinforce what you said. Uh, the big thing that we hear, you know, what does having this all-inclusive and, and everyone part of it, and you, you said it, Drew, is it, it provides a common language. I think that's one of the biggest things with agencies where they struggle is that again, people are, are speaking different languages and allows people to say, okay, now I get your perspective, right? The service team understands the sales perspective. The sales team appreciates, understands a service perspective and leadership and, every, and, and, all, and all parts in between. So I think that's huge. The third-party credibility is interesting. Uh, the example I used, I might have used this in my last workshop if, if anyone attended, but the, uh, you know, I've got, I got five kiddos, all with my amazing wife and um, my oldest daughter, she loves basketball. But I just remember there's so many times when I would try to teach my daughter different aspects that I know work, but it wasn't until she had my neighbor who was a coach that would say it when she goes, oh, okay. And that's a big part of what we see. And it's not that, you know, we're some magicians or anything. It's just an idea of saying, listen, okay, I've heard it from you. Now I hear it from them. I'm ready to buy in and do this, right? Uh, and the last part, of course, is accountability. We're really serious about this. We're ready to, to make some serious improvements. So thank you, Drew, so much for sharing that. Uh, Patrick, Pat Scanlon, are you available? Yes. How are you, Brett? Good, man. Good to hear from you. Good to hear from you. Um, so our agency, much smaller. We have two producers and one CSR. Um, we've been in business since 07. And uh, we found ourselves really getting stagnant. Um, as uh, you and Roger always say, the bar is set very low. So you can just show up every day and do well. But uh, we, we kind of all came together and said, why aren't we becoming great at what we do? And why aren't we growing? Um, so we dabbled with Sitkins for a few years. We would take a one-off course here and there. Um, we'd probably, over the, over the last four or five years, you know, read an article, listen to a seminar, and then uh, my partner and I got together this past last fall and said, you know what, let's 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 jump into this. And we um, we jumped into the all inclusive model, really just going at, at the start to producer fit. And then I think you came out with that after we had signed up with the all inclusive model. And we said, let's go all in on this, because, you know, we all wear many hats. You know, two of us are partners and we're selling partners. So we're both producing our CSR. Um, is servicing the book. So we all did AIM and we all did producer fit so far. I'm looking forward to doing CEO fit. But what I've found is that every single piece of knowledge, which is a lot in the beginning, it's sometimes overwhelming, is applicable to every single agency. Um, whether it's an agency the size that Drew just went through and her organization or something our size. And if you put this stuff to work, what it's helped us do is refocus our efforts, our time, we were really transactional. We spent a lot of money in the beginning at our agency on SEO. So we thought that every account that came in the door was a great account. As long as they called in and we sold it, it was perfect. But then we felt found being a transactional agency, they're easy to put on, they're really easy to lose. So we went back, we did that 80-20 analysis and we we're really focusing on those top 20 and that top 20% of our book because we found that being a relationship business is really a stickier organization or a stickier type of business. You know, the transactions, if you get them easy, they'll leave you easy. If you really get to know these people and service them well, it's going to be a lot harder for that person to want to walk away from your agency and you're doing a great job. You feel better about what you're doing. You see what your accomplishments are. 
So, you know, overall, we're, I mean, we're just uh, six months into this, but uh, as far as Sitkins and the, the all-inclusive model, but I, I can see us diving in deeper and going into one of your, your, your more like concierge services down the road. Um, and you're our go-to sales uh, training and leadership training service. So we're, we're extremely happy and I would recommend it to everyone. All right, thank you. Thank you, Patrick. I appreciate it. Again, it's just, it's always exciting too. You talk to committed people. Hey, we want to get better. We, 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 you know, we want to grow in these certain areas. You know, what you mentioned, just two things that I'll add to that. You know, you mentioned it, Patrick, that we work with agencies of all sizes. Uh, we have agencies in our program that are, you know, under a million dollars or around a you know, million dollars or less in revenue. And we have agencies that are $30 million in revenue, right? So it, it spans a lot. The principles and philosophies don't change. Obviously it changes how it's applied, right? By department and different things, but the overall principles uh, don't change because they work. Um, you know, I've learned that from Roger and with my experience now with agencies that, hey, you know, this stuff really works. It's always exciting when people are like, okay, we decided to do it. We gave it a shot. Now we're in and, um, wow, we actually did some of the stuff and it's working, right? That's the coolest thing because at the end of the day, and the last thing that I'll share here is this, we look at a three-phase process and uh, Patrick, you mentioned too that this idea of focus and that's why we're introducing, this is an addition to what we have right now moving forward to the rest of the end of 2021 into 2022 are these deep focus dives because a lot of it is, okay, there's a lot of things now we could do. Where are we really gonna get traction? And that's gonna be so exciting as we do that. Um, but we work with agencies that these principles don't change. It's a matter of, I'm going to make a commitment to doing this. And, you know, we look at different aspects of agency success. Um, it goes back to those three areas, clarity, consistency, commitment. And uh, so again, I appreciate uh, both Drew and Patrick for, for hopping on. And I just want to thank you all. I know we're scheduled for an hour. I respect all of your time. Again, if you have questions or want to learn more, you can go to sitkins.com slash aimgo. I will tell you, because I mentioned, I would say it earlier, you know, what's the cost and the time commitment around this? Because the two biggest factors that we see of why people don't do it is time and money, right? I mean, that's pretty obvious. Either I don't think it's worth that, right? Or, or the value for me is not there, which I can tell you. And hopefully from what Drew said and Patrick, and we have many, many other testimonials and some that I shared today, that you're going to get a huge return on your investment when it comes to money, right? And I understand that even $9.97 a month, this is not a small amount, but when you think about typically with agencies, maybe you've got an underperforming employee, an unproductive employee, or the money that goes into some of the tech or the services that you have, um, the investment is a great investment. So I feel very confident telling you the money part, it, you know, the agencies that go through go, yeah, that was worth every penny and way more. But the other part is the time. What's invested? Because I think the biggest thing that we see is what's going to be involved in me? Is this going to cause a lot more work for me? We want to make this as simple and easy for you, you to get your team on board, for you to have easier conversations with your team members, for you to set them up for success, that you're providing insane value to your team. Because guess what? The best investment that you can make as a leader, number one is into yourself. Number two is into the people that you serve, right? And I always say this for sales leaders. What's the number one job of a sales leader? Well, the number one job of a sales leader, people will say, well, it's sales, Brent. No, the number one job of a sales leader is to help develop your people your salespeople. And that's true for the entire agency. What we want to do is empower and equip people to truly become your best version. And as you can tell, I'm passionate. Our team is passionate about helping you as an agency get success. That's what makes us make me wake up every morning and go, how can we help agencies be more profitable, get higher growth, have more freedom, build better culture, have better relationships. That's fun. So it's foundation, it's focus, and it's ultimate freedom for your agency. So thank you so much for joining me again. Go check the link. 
There's no payment to August 15th. Allows you to get your team registered and ready to go. We get the workbooks and everything sent out to your team as we start these new programs coming up early this fall. Thank you so much. Stay in touch. And by the way, we have one more summer workshop coming up in August. So can't wait to share some more ideas with you then. Until then, again, all the best of your success. Thanks so much for being here. All right. Well, there you have it. This is me again, live, sort of. But uh, the post wrap up from the workshop I uh, just delivered that you just listened to. Again, thanks for uh, taking some time to listen through that. And uh, hopefully you got some great value on how to be more consistent, again, whether it's your agency, your sales team, or your own individual book of business to be the best agent leader that you can possibly be. And as I mentioned again at the end, the offer, um, there's no payment, 100% guarantee to be part of our all-inclusive membership, which is now part of the entire Profit experience, the three phases, clarity and core. Then we're going to get into consistency, which is the 90-day deep dives to help you simplify and focus in one key area. And then, of course, the ongoing networking and mastermind through the program. So uh, go to sitkins.com slash A-I-M-G-O. That's sitkins.com slash AIMGO to learn more, to register, to get started and take your agency to the next level. And by the way, if this podcast added value to your agency, to your life, or you just want to give a nice review because that's the kind of person you are, well, we'd appreciate it. Just go to whatever your podcast provider is, and provide, a, provide a review. We're always looking to add more agencies, provide more value, help more agencies like you sell even more, retain even more, and earn even more than you ever thought possible. Wish you all the best and your success. Thanks for listening. 